Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, lead pastor at Chandler Acres Church in Bellevue, Nebraska. So thankful that you guys are joining us today, listening in on uh, this podcast. Uh, We appreciate it. Hey, and some of you are probably wondering, hey, what the heck happened last week? You know, why weren't we uh, having a podcast last week? Well, we had some technical difficulties and some things arise, and so we were unable to produce a a podcast last week, so we apologize. So you didn't miss out on anything. We are still in our series called Stay Positive, and uh, you didn't miss anything. We are in week three this week, so we're still still on track, and uh, so we'll stay stay as we go, and uh, so don't don't worry, you didn't miss anything. Uh, If you have not caught weeks one and two of Stay Positive, we encourage you to do that, uh, so you can kind of be up to speed of where we're at. It's not like you're going to miss anything from and not know what's going on. If you just listen to this one, you'll be okay, Uh, but you can at least see where we've tracked and and where we're at, where we are at as of today, and so I appreciate you uh, doing just that, and uh, those that missed us, we appreciate you missing us. We missed you guys as well. So here we are. Like I said, uh, we're in a, a five-part series called Stay Positive, uh, where today we live in this chronically negative world, don't we? We, all, we know we do. We see it all around us. We see so much discouragement again and again and again, right? We, we do it. And unfortunately, it starts early in life as well. You, you may send your kids off to school, and immediately when you, they go to school, they're, they're not picked for a team, and they feel very left out. Right, because maybe they felt like they weren't good enough. Uh, then they're not in an advanced class, and so they feel like they're just average, maybe. And then somebody makes fun of them for being different, and, and, and they feel even more alone. Right. And then today with social media, oh my gosh, I would hate to be a fourteen-year-old, uh, you know, or roughly that age, growing up around social media, because you can post your picture that doesn't get nearly as many likes as your friend's picture. And everybody has more followers than they than they do, right? Because back in my day, when I was a kid, you just had to feel like you were not as popular. You just had to feel like that. Well, now today, there's there's almost like this hard data proving that you're not in the popular crowd, right? And it's very very discouraging. Then they, you, know, you get to uh, grow up in the real world, and you, you go back into work, or you go to work, I should say, and, and your project wasn't as good as your boss hoped it would be, and then you come home, and your spouse is picking on you, because my spouse picks on me all the time. No, I'm just joking. It's usually me picking on her. But anyway, <laughs> then you have a holiday lunch, and the in-laws don't like the way you're raising your children, and the children are like, yes, they don't like the way they're doing it either, and so we want to listen to what the in-laws have to say, and, and, and so forth, and then you all all of a sudden you feel like this incredibly low going on in your life. And then maybe you get a new pair of pants and, and you think, oh, I'm going to have a great day because I got these new pair of pants. And so you wear these pair of pants out in public and, and someone says, are those new pants? And you're thrilled that they even notice and you say, yes, why, yes, they are new pants. And then they go, oh, you know, I, I, I yeah, you know, those pants, you, ooh, yeah. And you're like, what, what, what does that mean? Do you, do you like them or not? 
And then you go on social media and you see your best friend is on their second vacation this year and you haven't even been on one yet, right? And another good friend is on a date at a very nice restaurant and you're home eating bologna and cheese. And someone else is at the party that you were not invited to and suddenly you recognize my life just doesn't seem very important. It's amazing how we can go through what seems to be a normal day and yet so, uh, yet experience so many different voices of discouragement in our own lives. In a world filled with negativity, we need to focus on God's word to renew our minds to stay positive. We got to stay positive. And so today I, I want to talk to you about something that I believe God wants to stir within the hearts of all of Jesus' followers, right? Uh, I believe that our God is calling you to be an encourager, okay? I, I'm going to be encouraging, okay? Our God is calling us to be encouragers, to build us up in the world that is constantly tearing people down. In fact, I want to submit to you that one of the most spiritual things that you can do is, is be an encourager, okay? I want to say that again. One of the most spiritual things you can do is to build others up, to encourage them, and to lift those around you. I want to tell you why I believe this is true. Okay, so this is kind of our key thought for this podcast today is we need to understand that our God is an encouraging God. Okay, our God is an encouraging God. I, I want to talk, want you to think about that for a moment. Okay, just, just kind of pause and think about that for a moment. Because if we are to reflect on the nature of God, right, we need to understand that our God is an encouraging God. In fact, the Apostle Paul was talking to the Corinthians uh, about this. Okay, and here's what he said, and it's, it comes from 2 Corinthians uh, verse, uh, chapter, sorry, chapter 7, and we're going to start with verse 5. Here's what he says. When we arrived in Macedonia, there was no rest for us. We faced conflict from every direction with battles on the outside and fear on the inside. Okay, now I want to pause there for a second because those words, uh, we had battles on the outside and fear on the inside. You know, battle on the outside, fear on the inside. Those, those, those kind of graphs, you know, grab a hold of my heart, Okay. This really describes so many of our lives right now, doesn't it? So many battles going on. Like, I didn't expect that, or I didn't see that coming. I'm afraid of what's going to happen. I've got anxiety on the inside, that fear on the inside, right? I've got battles on the outside and fear on the inside, okay? And then he goes on in verse 6. He says, but God, who encourages those who are discouraged, encouraged us by the arrival of Titus. But God, who does what? He encourages those who are discouraged. And so I hope today, if you've, if you've tuned into this podcast, if you pulled up this cast uh, and, and you're listening to us and you feel discouraged, okay, you feel like you're hurting, you don't know which way to go, you're facing some decisions and, and you're not sure what you should do, you've got challenges at home, maybe you've got challenges at work, maybe you've got financial challenges, maybe you've got health challenges, maybe you're just hurting and you feel very, very discouraged, You've got battles on the inside, or I'm sorry, battles on the outside and fear on the inside. I want to tell you, we have a God who loves to encourage those who are discouraged, right? Amen? How did God encourage Paul? He sent a guy, Titus, to come. What Paul did is he attributed the arrival of another godly man to a message sent from heaven by God to encourage him. And here's the great news. When you have eyes to see spiritual things, you can take what others might contribute or, or consider a coincidence, and you can say, no, 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 no. That was my God encouraged me. 
encouraging me, right? Somebody cares. My God cares. God sent someone who did something very, very small maybe, but I consider that as a message from heaven that my God cares about me. He is a God who encourages those who are discouraged. And so I want to encourage you to be an encourager because you have no idea how a simple message of encouragement can change a life. Even something not as a, as a big deal to you can be an incredibly big deal to someone else, right? As they receive it as a gift of encouragement from heaven, from God, okay? And I guarantee, guarantee you, if you have eyes to see and ears to hear, okay, and a heart to receive, you'll receive encouragement from God. I'll give you an example. Uh, we've probably all been there. You're driving along, and there's a song on the radio, and it's just like it speaks to your situation, right? And you're like, oh, my gosh, that was from God. Or, or you'll be reading the Bible, and all of a sudden, it's like the Bible is reading you. And there's a verse that just comes off the page, or, or the verse you read during the week is the verse you hear uh, at church again or at small group, life group, right? Oh, I just read that. Wow, God, God, this is so amazing. Or maybe someone texts you and says, man, I, I just had you on my heart, and I just want you to know I'm praying for you. And you're like, you know what? That couldn't have been anything but God revealing my need for somebody, okay? When, when there's trouble on the outside and fear on the inside, we serve a God who encourages those who are discouraged, okay? Let me say it again. We serve a God who encourages those who are discouraged. And therefore, one of the most spiritual things you can do is, is to be like God, to, avoid, to be a voice of encouragement in a world full of discouragement and hurtful voices, all right? So, like I said, today what I want to talk to you about is uh, the this understanding how to be an encourager. And so I want to give you three of the most spiritual things you can do to make a difference, okay? Three of the most spiritual ways you can make a difference on, on how to be an encourager, okay? The first one, I want to encourage you to encourage others daily, Okay? to encourage others daily. Why? Well, because the voices of discouragement are so real and, and so constant. You do something and someone says, well, that wasn't really very good. You come home and someone says, you left the dishes out again. You ask your spouse, hey, why, why can't we afford that? And suddenly there's a sense of I'm not good enough or I'm inadequate or whatever thoughts going through the head. And then your own voice can be so haunting. Your voice says, you're not getting it done. There's not enough you, of you to go around. You're not really being a good mom, or you're not really being a good dad. You're not really being a good provider. And even in your eternal dialogue, you hear these voices of discouragement. And that's why the, the writer to the Hebrews said this in Hebrews 3.13. Listen to what he says. But encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today, so that none of you may be hardened by sin's deceitfulness. Every single day, we should be a tool of God to be a voice of encouragement to other people. If I think something good, I want to say it. And if I think something good, and I want to spray it. And if I think something good, I'm going to text it. If I think something good, I want it to be a blessing to somebody else. Anytime we think something good about somebody else, turn it into a gift of encouragement. Every time we think something good, we're going to say it. Okay. In fact, that's why I believe in our, in our church that, that life groups are so important. Because we get together consistently to encourage one another in the things of God. Because let's just be real, okay? You, you stay away from church for a little while. You stay away from close fellowship with other believers, and your spiritual enemy just beats you down and beats you down and beats you down and beats you down, right? You know, we're probably some of us that have only been uh, watching online uh, for church because the COVID stuff is, is probably feeling some of that right now or has already been feeling it, okay? So listen to me. 
I'm no exception to a person who's incredibly vulnerable to discouragement. I need you to understand that. Okay. And I, cause I want to be real transparent about this and I don't want anybody feeling sorry for, for me. Okay. I don't want you, I don't want to get text in and emails in saying, Oh, I'm sorry, Dan, we don't say enough, blah, blah, blah. I don't need that. Okay. I, I just want to be real with you at this moment. Okay. I want to tell you, it is rare that I ever feel really good about a, 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 a message that I preach. Okay. Or a podcast that I share. It's rare because I care so much about representing God well. And I'm a human being, and I make mistakes, and, and I, I get my words twisted up, and I say things that I shouldn't have said, or I say it in a different way. You know, it, it just didn't come out the way I was hoping it would be. It's very rare, rare when, I, when I walk away going, oh, that was what I believe God wanted in every way. Okay? I'm often more discouraged than I am encouraged. But, okay, but every so often, someone says something encouraging to me about maybe my, my message on a Sunday morning, or they heard the podcast and they're like, hey, you know, that was awesome. And they share how the message or the podcast helped them in a situation, you know? And, and so I finished the message or the podcast and I didn't feel that it was perfect, but God used it for someone in a significant way. God wants to use you to encourage others in the very same way. Encourage one another daily so that we're not hardened by sin's deceitfulness. In fact, the author of Hebrews said this, again, 10 and, and chapter 10, verse 24, he said, let us think of ways to motivate one another towards acts of love and good works. Imagine sitting around thinking, hey, how can I be an encourager to other people? You know, let me, let me encourage some people to be more generous or let me encourage people to be more bold in their love or to be more encouraging themselves to others. He said, let's motivate one another in acts of love and good works. And then he goes on in verse 25 and says, and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do, right? But encourage one another, especially now that we've seen the day of his return drawing near. And I don't know about you, but I need encouragement, right? Therefore, I'm going to give encouragement. And if I think of something good, I'm going to encourage others daily. That's, that's what we need to do. So the second thing we have to do is we're going to encourage others spiritually, okay? Encourage others spiritually. We're going to be a voice of encouragement to others in a spiritual way. Someone has a good project. We, we will say, hey, you did a great job on that project. They redo their house. Man, I love the color of your paint. The cabinets look great. Encourage them and bless them, right? Someone gets a new haircut. Whether you like it or not, you tell them, hey, you like it because they're stuck with it for six weeks or more until it grows out, right? So you got to say, I like your haircut, okay? Um, you know, it just is that way. Be an encouragement. In fact, this is what Paul said to the Roman believers in Romans 1, 10 through 11. He said, one of the things I always pray for is the opportunity, God willing, to come at last and to see you. For I long to visit you so I can bring you some spiritual gift that will help you grow strong in the Lord. Whenever we're around people, we want to help them grow strong in the Lord. We want them to be strengthened in faith. We want to bring them a gift with our words, our heart, and our presence that helps them grow strong in the Lord. And then Paul said in, the ver in verse 12, he says, when we get together, I want to encourage you in your faith, but I also want to be encouraged by yours. And so I want to encourage you in your faith, and I also want to be encouraged by your faith. When I'm around you, I want to, I want to build you spiritually, and I also want to be built by you spiritually. 
Okay. There, there's another reason why life groups are so massively important right there, because without them, we're not naturally around people who are building us up and, and sharpening us as, as iron sharpens irons, as it says in the Old Testament, right? And so I want to be around people that build me up and strengthen me. And I want to, to be one who strengthens others. Okay, listen, it, it doesn't take that much to build your faith and to keep you going. It really doesn't. In fact, you can do this all the time. You can say to someone else, man, the, the way you love your wife, it blesses me. It makes me want to be a better, better man of God. Then you can even take the normal things. Okay, that, I know that one's a little tougher. So let's just take some of the normal things. And you can make them spiritual. For example, your kid scores a goal maybe, right? Hey, great goal, man. That's an amazing shot. Or you can make it spiritual and say, hey, great goal, what an amazing shot, and man, God has given you the gift, right? You just take it up one more notch and make something normal spiritual and say, hey, congratulations on promotion, way to go, you deserve it. Or you take it up a notch and you say, hey, congratulations on the promotion, way to go, you deserve it. You've been faithful in so many ways, and now God is trusting you with even more. What you're doing is you're taking something normal and you're bringing a God element to it, right? And you're encouraging them spiritually. So what do we do? We encourage each other daily because Satan discourages us again and again and again, and we're going to lift others up in the things of the Lord. We, we don't just encourage them to be a better person and have a nice-looking house, but we encourage them spiritually. We want to come and strengthen you in the things of the Lord, and we want you to strengthen us as well. Okay? So we're talking about three of the most spiritual things you can do. Number one is to encourage others daily. Number two is to encourage others spiritually. The third thing I'm going to tell you may surprise you, maybe, uh, but it's, I believe it's very, very important, okay? One of the most spiritual things you can do is to encourage yourself in the Lord, okay? One of the most spiritual things you can do is to encourage yourself in the Lord. In fact, let me show you the most powerful example of this to me. It's from the Old Testament. It's in 1 Samuel 30, uh, chapter 30, verse 6. The context is basically David was massively distressed, okay? There was trouble on the outside and fear on the inside because people were talking about stoning him. You know, so if you think you're having a bad day, nobody's trying to kill you with rocks right now, okay? At least I hope not. Then we've got a problem. But here's what Scripture says. But David encouraged himself and the Lord his God. That's it. He says it straight out because I love this. He's encouraged himself and the Lord his God. Every now and then you need to just encourage yourself and the Lord your God. Whenever the voices of discouragement tear you down, you just say, no, I encourage myself and the Lord my God. When, when there's trouble on the outside and fear on the inside, my, but my God is an encourager of those who are discouraged, right? So I encourage myself in the Lord, my God. Some of you may say, well, Dan, I'm not really a preacher, so how do I preach that? Well, uh, you're just going to have to find a way to get your preach on, okay, and, and to yourself, and start preaching to yourself is what we're asking, okay? You just tell yourself, I have faith for this. My God will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory, right? That's what he says. And if my God is for me, who can be against me, right? That's what it says. My God says I'm an overcomer by the blood of the lamb and by the words of my own testimony. My God is working in all things together for good. So the devil, uh, so for what the devil was meant for evil, right, my God's going to stick it to him. I don't think it really says stick it to him, but you know what I mean. That's what, basically what he's saying, right? Sometimes you just have to preach to yourself and say, my God is going to work this out. There is somebody here listening on this podcast right now who needs this because you, you tuned in today downloaded this cast, and you're listening with heavy voices of discouragement saying, you're not going to make it. You can't get it done. 
that's not enough. There's not enough of you. You're, you're never going to get through this. Your, your kids are going to continue to go the wrong way. You're always going to be struggling financially. Your health is not good and it's going to get worse. You're never going to have a good day and on and on and on and on, right? Trouble on the outside, fear on the inside. So what do you do? Well, you embrace the truth that we serve a God who encourages those who are discouraged. As God starts to encourage you spiritually, what do you do? You become a gift to other people. We encourage one another daily, as long as it's called today. Why? Well, because we need it, and then we will give it. Every time we thank it, we will say it. But we don't just encourage others daily. We encourage others spiritually. We want to strengthen others in the things of God. We may take something normal and we give it a little spiritual twist because suddenly, just like Paul was encouraged by the arrival of Titus, when we do that, someone else may not receive that as an encouragement from us, but they receive the true source of encouragement, which is the encouragement from God. When you texted me and you told me you were praying for me, I felt like God cared. When you called me by my name, I thought you remembered my name, but how much more would God remember my name? When you just stopped and listened to me, it was as if God sent you along at the right moment because I simply needed somebody to listen to me. And then when you get down, what do you do? You do something spiritual. You encourage yourself in the Lord, my God. My God has always been faithful. He got me through it last year, and a year from now, we'll look back and see how he got me through it this year. God's going to get us through 2020, folks. He's going to get us through it. I promise you. Why? Because one of the most spiritual things you can do is be a voice of encouragement, okay? We have to encourage one another. When everyone else is telling you what we're not and what you can't do, and even your own internal voices is talking you out of serving God faithfully, you will be a voice of encouragement. You encourage others daily. You encourage them spiritually, and you will encourage yourself in the Lord your God. Because one of the most spiritual things you can do in a world that's very negative is stay positive. Be a voice from heaven of encouragement to lift up those who are down. I don't know about you, but I'm going to be encouraging, and I'm going to stay positive. I hope you will, too. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining us for another Adventure Podcast. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, I hope you'll come back next week as we will continue with our series of Stay Positive with our Week 4 episode, and look forward to talking to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast or Chandler Acres Church, or if you'd like to support this ministry, please visit us at chandleracreschurch.com.